a black God experience where the Lord Jesus Christ has come into your life and changed everything. Let's give God some praise in the house. At home, give God some praise. Give God some praise. We thank the worship team for leading us in the worship. Hallelujah. We are in the 12th sermon of the series, The Faithfulness of God's Covering in Your Purpose. The series is the assurance of God's presence, and today we're talking again about God's faithfulness, His covering as you walk in your purpose. I think we see that in David. Amen. We are coming out of Psalms 27, and we are looking at verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. And it reads as such in our hearing. For in the time, our season of trouble, he shall hide me in his pavilion. In the secret place of his tabernacle, he shall hide me, or there will be a covering over me. And he will set me high upon a rock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to talk about the faithfulness of God's covering as you walk in your purpose. Amen. Father, even now, Lord, give us a Kairos moment. Allow your spirit, the soul, endue us that we hear what you are saying, that we see what you are saying, that it may encourage us in the battle, on our journey, in our life situation, that, Father, you are a covering God. You are a keeping God. You are a way-making God. Help us to see what David understood. Lord, even now, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. As I study the Psalms, I am also studying the life of David. David has always been my favorite Old Testament character, but in my study, I have even a more profound, a profound funness, a profound understanding of why he's a man after God's own heart. Somebody will look at it and say, yeah, but he, he messed up. David made mistakes. David, he had, he had someone killed. He, he sinned with another man and woman. He, he, David, David wasn't all that. But, but you missed the point. You missed what God sees about him. See, many of us are stuck on moral rightness. The Pharisees was morally right, but their heart was wrong. 
See, see, many times moral rightness has ego with it, has pride with it. We think we're doing something for God instead of recognizing it's God all the time. <laughs> David came to God knowing he possessed nothing. Knowing that he was totally in need he chased God's heart out of his neediness. <laughs> and in chasing God's heart, God began to show him his ways, his principles. David had an understanding that the only person I see in the Bible that other than Jesus, of course, that had this understanding of God's heart may be Paul. I, I see it in the Psalms. I, I see it in what he writes and why he writes and try to understand, well, David, how is it you've been chased by King Saul that you have the ability to speak in such language? Notice that in our text, he's talking about future tense. It is a, a speaking of confidence of what God is going to do. He's in trouble, and instead of talking about the trouble, he's talking about God's going to cover me. God's going to hide me. That in the midst of my trouble, God's going to make it so my enemies can't even see me. Ah, somebody ought to be shouting right now. So, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. David, how do you know this? I know this because I know that God is not just a God of time. That's, that's the hour, the moment, and the second. But God creates opportunity where he shows up right on time. He, he's a Kairos God. He steps in the, he steps in the time and he shows himself. So I know that regardless of what I see, when God gets ready, he's going to show me a glimpse of his glory right on time. You know what we are in need of? We are in need of, of kairos. That's Greek for time, but it's not, it's not by hour, by minute, by second. It is a, where God opens up an opportunity and he shows you something in that moment of time and it will keep you, it will hold you, it will speak to you, it will lift you. All of a sudden, your confidence in God gets stronger. Hallelujah. David spent enough time that he did not operate in chrono time. He operated in, 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 in Kairos time. I, I wonder, are you operating in Kairos time? See, Kairos time is, I know what's happening around me. I know what I'm up against. But in my spirit, God has told me to wait on him. So I'm not gonna wait to praise him. I'm gonna praise him now. Because he has shown me enough that I don't have my eyes on my trouble. I got my eyes on my promise. 
Is there anybody that, that though you don't have it yet, your eyes is on your promise and your promise is keeping you in your trouble? You got to talk beyond where you are. We are people of faith. We act differently. We ought to talk differently because we know in whom we believe. Hallelujah. See, see, if, if I didn't have no, have no Kairos faith, my present situation would drown me. But God, but God, if there's anybody know what I'm talking about, but God, he's a Kairos God that stepped in in the past, will step in in the future. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You don't have to see it coming. You ought to know when it's going to show up. Huh? Say what? Just know. Say that with me. Just know. Know what? My God is not only able, but he's going to. Hallelujah. You know what? One of the two songs that I go to when I am in troubles, God has taught me. One, one more time when, when they all, all hell them broke loose. He gave me Psalms 91, and this is the picture that God gave me is, he says, Tracy, you are my eaglet in my nest. I am your father eagle. And when the hell come, when the storm come, I will cover you with my outreach wings. An eagle wing can reach 10 feet. And he said, and I would duck you up under my covering. And though it's raining on the outside, though it's heaven on the outside, you won't even notice it because you will be listening to my heartbeat. And if you hear the rhythm of my heartbeat, your heart will beat like my heart. And instead of noticing what's happening on the outside, you'll get caught up with what's happening on the inside. And you won't even worry about what's happening on the outside because I got you covered. Say that with me. God will cover me. In the time of trouble, God will cover me. David sees this. David understands this. Listen, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. He says, he says in Ephesians 5, 15 and 16, it says this. He says, look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best, the use of kairos. Kairos. Uh, somebody says, you, you got it. He says, watch when I open up the door. Watch what I make. God is not blessing our plans. He's blessing his plans. Every opportunity is God, God making it. Be careful what you step in. And be careful what you reject. 
When God creates an opportunity for you, hallelujah, even if you don't know how he's going to do it, even if you don't like it, trust God because this is an opportunity of blessing you. Hallelujah. Some of us has missed what God had for us because it didn't jive with what we was thinking. Whoever told you, you know what's going on. God knows what he's up to and he knows what he has for you. So God will prompt you to step in situations and he won't give you all the detail. All you know that God is saying, I want you here. I want you to do this and watch this at this time. When we work on chronos time, we are trying to make things happen on our time. Chronology, however you say that. We're trying to, to, to make things happen. You know, when you try to make things happen, you're missing God's best for you. If you try to do it by your own strength, by your own power, by your own wisdom, God, God don't need you and me. He's almighty. He's all-knowing. He's omnipresent. And, and God has a plan and purpose with your name on it. And what he wants us to do is keep our eyes on him. Re regardless what's going on around you. Regardless what the devil may say to you. Just keep watching him. You know what? I got in trouble by watching my watch. Thinking that, okay, Lord, it's getting late in the day. That's, 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 that's me. God said, I know how to show up. I know when to show up. I know where to show up. And when I show up, it would be right on time. You know, you know God, 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 God made time. So he can get in time, step out of time, step back in time. Listen, you don't want chronos. You want God's chaos working in your life. Can I prove this to you? Acts chapter 3. Here Peter is preaching to the Jews. Chapter 3 verse 19. And he says this. He says, repent. Change your mind and purpose. He said, the purpose you used to walk in is not your purpose no more. That's not what you've been created to be or to do. If you're saved, do you know God got a purpose with your name on it? Did you know you've been created for a purpose and ultimately your purpose will glorify him? Did you know that your life is not, God is not an attachment to your life? He ought to be your life. He ought to be your everything. He ought to be your life, your drink, your breath, and, and everything. If you're really going to walk in what God has for you, he becomes your everything. Hallelujah. See, many of us miss Kairos time. Because we're busy running on Kronos time trying to do our own thing. What's this? What's this? What's this? What's this? He said, he said, turn around and return to God.
that your sins may be erased, blotted out, wiped out, clean, that times, Kairos, thank you. Kairos times. What's he said? He calls Kairos time, times of refreshing. Ah, uh, let me dig into this. He said, he said, when life has beat you up, when your situation has got you and you have tried everything else, he says, quit looking around you and look up to me. He said, because in those times, if you're watching me, he says, I will send times, notice S, that means Throughout your Christian journey, there will be times I will show up and I will expose my glory, my purpose, my power, my miracle, just for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To somebody, I'm speaking Greek. Somebody don't understand what I'm talking about. Well, maybe it's not Kairos time for you. Maybe this is not a Kairos message for you. But if you've been waiting on God, if you've been expecting God, if you know that you need God and can't nobody help you but God, then God is saying to you, quit watching your watch. Quit looking at how much time has gone past, but look to me, because I know what time it is. And when the right set time come your way, I'll show up with, 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 with Kairos time. I don't know about you, I need some Kairos. I need God to show up and show up. I need God to step in and say it's me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, God knows where you're at. He knows your address. He knows what you need. You know what I discovered? I discovered that if you're not looking, God will pass you by. Here the disciples are in the Sea of Galilee and they're about halfway through. They are rowing and and from the hills has started a storm. Hallelujah. They are rolling with all their power. And they can't go forward because of the waves. It's dark. It's, it's, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. They, they, they all jacked up. And Jesus is on top of the mountain, so they think. And, and, and scripture says that Jesus is walking on water as though he would have passed them by. For years, I, I wonder what's going on. He said, if you're not paying attention, if you're not looking, expecting nothing, if you're not looking over the hills who have come of your help, if you got your eyes on yourself, if you got your eyes on what you can do, and then you're not looking for me, he, God says, I operate where my folks have an expectation. And if they have an expectation, then they're always got their eyes 
looking towards me. He said, I want you where you don't know when I'm going to show up. You don't know how I'm going to show up. But you know in your spirit I'm going to show up. You know I'm the type of God that will leave you in distress. I got my name on you. I got my glory on you. I got my purpose on you. I got my covering on you. And sooner or later, when you least expect it, when you have ran out of all your resources, I will come in that you would know that is nobody but me. If he comes before, we think it's us. And if he comes before, we have exhausted ourselves. We'll take the credit for what God does. <laughs> he has to bring us to the end of ourselves. You know, no, how can I say this? I'm just going to say it. Some of us are not ready to see God. We're, we're too busy trying to manipulate, trying to fix it, trying to control it. Well, I am discovering and what I have discovered that when I let go and let God, when we let go and let God, he'll begin to operate in a way that we never thought was possible. Do I have any witnesses in the house that you have seen the miracle of God? You have seen God step in right on top. You couldn't even imagine how God did it. That's why some of us are shouting because we're looking back over our past life and we recognize that I never would have made it if it had not been from God on my side. I'm here today by his grace and his mercy. God's been good to me even when I wasn't good to him. God did it. That's why I praise him. That's why I thank him. That's why I lift him up. Because God has been that good and showing up and showing out. Watch David. Watch David. Watch David how, how he is a step above everybody else. Look at him in 1 Samuel 24 and 4. In, in this verse, it shows that, that they were in a cave. David got 600 men. King Saul has come after him with 3,000 men. Here they are hiding, and they are hiding in a cave. So in this verse, it tells you that as he is hiding in the cave, King Saul goes in to relieve himself. While he is stooped over relieving himself, David and all his men are right behind him. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. How come he couldn't see them? Matter of fact, matter of fact David was so close that he was able to cut the skirt of his robe. Let me show you something else. One of his men whispered in his ear, David, 
This is your chance. God has brought your enemy in right to you. Take him out now and watch. God will lift you. And David is so sensitive to the spirit. You don't jump on an opportunity just because the opportunity presents itself. You don't make a move because the door is open. The devil will open up a door for you. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. Satan will send it just like you like it on the outside, but be jacked up on the inside. You better wait. You better wait. You better wait. You better wait till God shows you that David is pricked in his heart. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. He got these 600 men, and they all are in agreement to take King Saul out. Matter of fact, many of you say, take him out. But David is saying, wait a minute. It's his appointment. God has promised me, and I can't move on his promise until he does it. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all better hear me. When God has a promise for you, what you need to do is put it on the shelf. The promise isn't for now. It's for an appointed time. In the promise, God has to make you ready to receive the glory of the promise. So in the waiting, when it seems like God's not doing nothing, he's doing the most important thing. He's giving you spiritual integrity. David has spiritual integrity. He sees what nobody else sees. He says, I can't do it. It goes a step further. He cut the robe. Saul walks out without knowing it is cut. And watch this. And David follows him out. He not only, you know what's so funny? David came out, his, out the cave. His man didn't. When you do right, because it's right with God, God will cover you. You do what he tells you to do and leave the results in God's hands. He is faithful. He is faithful. He is faithful. So, So he walks out and his heart is broken. And God moves on King Saul. Then he says, you're more righteous than me. God spoke to me, and this is what he said. He said, Tracy, I just didn't do it for King Saul, but all the men that are with King Saul sees the spiritual integrity of David. In this low spot, I'm lifting David in their eyes because none of them would have did it either. Can God trust you to trust him? Can God lift you from valley low 
when it's easy to do wrong and show that you have a spiritual integrity where other folks are, I wouldn't do that. I've heard folks say, God told me, but I wasn't doing that. God showed me, but I wasn't going to do that. And every time we say no to God, we really say no to our blessing. You know what the funny thing is? Is that, that at some point you want it back and God said, door closed, opportunity closed. It was a moment in time. Yeah, I'm not gonna open it no more. You should have grabbed it while you had it, but since you didn't want it, you're not gonna get it. <laughs> Missed it. Listen, you want all that God has for you. You don't want to take the crumbs of Satan for, for, for the banquet, banquet table of God. And we are all being tested. See, it's God knows where we are. But God is trying to lift up our spiritual integrity that he can trust us with what we can't see yet. See, you think it's just about being saved. Okay, it's about being saved, but it's about walking with him. Because your 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 gifts, your 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 position in heaven is about how faithful we are to him right now. Listen, if he can't trust you with the little bit down here, then why you think he's gonna trust you up there? The principles of God is real. He has a way, and he's trying to teach us his heart. First Samuel 26. Hold on. Oh, this, this, this is, uh, don't, don't tell me God don't have a sense of humor. David, I, I, I has to be a guy that moves on him. They're on top of the hill. Saul and his army is down in the valley, and they can see them. And David says, Hey, he tells two of them, but there's probably other. He said, I'm a child. He said, he said, he said who want to go down with me? I'm going to go down there in their camp, not to kill Saul, but I'm going to show him that God got me, that I'm covered by God. Oh, y'all, y'all hear me. I'm a child. He, 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 he's the brother of Joab. They are cold-blooded killers. Joab and Abishai, they're just some bad, shut your mouths. You know what's so funny to me? David was a bad, shut your mouth. They had all the respect for David. And what made David different was his relationship with God. They wouldn't fight David. They want to deal with David. And their hearts was knitted to David that whatever you want me to do, David, I'll do it. I was trying to say, I'll go down. They go down. And I said, Saul is in the middle of 3,000 soldiers. They're laying out sleeping. They're stepping over folks. He gets to where his soul is. 
and he takes his spear and his satchel and, 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 and here, I'm sorry, kill him. God has put him in your hand. And David said, you don't understand the heart or the principle of God. This is a Kairos moment, but it's not a Kairos moment for me to step out and do my own thing. How sensitive are you to the spirit of God? Some of us is like a bull, and I used to be there. I'm trying to get out of that. I used to be a bull in a china shop. You know, tear up everything. But, but God has created us to be eagles. An eagle sits on the edge of the cliff, and it waits until they have sensors at their ear that they know when the wind is right. It looks like he ain't doing nothing, but he's waiting. Hallelujah. Don't ever think that your waiting is in vain. Matter of fact, in the waiting, you ought to be listening. Here go Elijah, who is running, and he's running, and he runs to a cave, and then there's a thunderstorm, there's fire, there's a big bang, and, and none of that God was in that. Some of us was waiting for a big bang, for a boom, for a wow. God, then all of a sudden, he covers up himself, and then God was in this still, small voice. God waits till you quiet in your spirit because he talks to your spirit. God had me go revisit a familiar text in Matthew chapter 11, 28, and it's that yoke. It's that yoke. It's, it's take my yoke upon you. He says, put that on. Show, show, show a yoke. Show a yoke. It's a tunic yoke. It's that they used to put on oxen. And, and, and both of them will put their neck in it. Now, now, as soon as I used to go here, I would go a plowing. But it said nothing about plowing. What he says is that the, the, the subject matter is the yoke. The yoke is, is that there's a sensitivity level that Jesus is in control. Some of us that went a yoking and went a plowing and were dragging Jesus along. The most sensitive place on your body is your neck. One of the most sensitive places on is here. Someone can kill you by grabbing you by your neck. Your windpipe is not that deep. You can crush somebody's windpipe and kill them easily. This is an era sensitivity, which is saying that in order for you to listen to God, you have to have a sensitivity in your spirit. It's the, it's, 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 it's the older ox that know how to do it, and you don't move till he moves. You don't turn till he turns. And, and what he's saying is, he said, it's my yoke, it's my business, it's mine. He said, and because I'm carrying the load of it, it shouldn't be heavy for you if you're not dragging me. He said, he said if you get up under what I have for you, he said, I, I won't just teach you, I will carry you. He said, he said, he said, what? Because my burden is light and, 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 and my yoke is easy. He said, but if you step outside of me, 
and you do it on your own, then you're carrying the burden on your own. He said, but I advise you to come get abundant. All ye that heavy laden, all ye that needs rest, all these are burdened down. He said, trust me, I got you. Take my yoke upon you and I will give you rest. Is there anybody need rest today? Is there anybody need to find the yoke of Jesus? All you have to do is say, Lord, I give it to you. I trust you with it. I don't want it no more. I can't handle it no more. I couldn't handle it in the first place. So today, Lord, you're my help. You're my strength. You're my strong tower. You're my covering. You're my everything. So I'm taking off the yoke of worry. I'm taking off the yoke of doing it on myself. And I'm coming. I'm coming. I'm coming to Jesus. And I'm letting you put on me. Let me lean on you. Let me depend on you. Let me rest on you. Let me sleep on you. It's 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 you, dear Jesus. It's you. That's the promise of God for us. If we don't take it, it's nobody's fault but ours. One of the saddest things I think is going to be that when we see him and we see the scar on his brow, we see the holes in his hands, we see the hole in his side, he's going to say, why didn't you trust me more? Why didn't you believe me at my word? If I did this for you, don't you think I would do everything else for you? Why did you insist on doing it yourself? It's him. David found the secret and in the midst of the trouble, I'm not even asking you to move my trouble. I'm asking you, your presence, your love, your covering. Lord, if I have you, then I have the promise. Because you're a God that can't lie. Lord, even now, Lord, somebody needs you. There's too many people committing suicide. There's too many people losing their minds. There's too many of us, Lord, that, that's just running up crazy. But Lord, you know where we are and you're standing before us with your arms wide open saying, 
Come to me. Trust me. Depend on me. Rest in me. Lean on me. Lay it at my feet. And though you can't see what I'm going to do, trust me that I'm going to do. Lord, teach us. Help us to see like David saw. And learn how to just let you cover us. Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, even now, Oh, fall fresh on us. Somebody needs to give it over to you. Oh, fall fresh. Somebody needs to be touched right now. Lord. 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 Lord, even now. Perhaps somebody don't know you. Allow them to accept you as their Lord and Savior. Well, let them know that all that they say is, come in, Jesus. Come into my heart. And Lord, you will meet them where they are. Lord, let them know you love them. And that you will step in right now, right? Right now, you will step in. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we love you. Lord, we praise you. Amen. Give God some praise. I got ministers here. If there's somebody in the house that don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you can grab one of them. They're going to go to the door right now. And you can grab one of them for prayer. If, if you want to join the church, whatever. They will talk with you. Amen. Those of you that are watching, the 400 number, 5131. I don't know what happened to my cufflink, but it's gone. But call that number. Somebody will call you back. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for your support. We ask that you sit, watch us next week. And we're coming back with a word of life. God, God, God loves you. He got blessings for you. So hold on to, to the name of Jesus. Hold on to his unchanging hand. Love you. Bless you. We miss you. Love you. Thank you for 24 years. God bless you.